Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Hey, I don't... I, I I totally forgot that I had a picture at the end of end of that thing. That's not the to- topic we're t- talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at it. I said, "Oh no!" I know. I that have been hoodwinked. Weird. Uh, uh, I I thought I had uh, uploaded the the one that's that's new, new, just our our intro song. But whatever. At least the one uh, that's controversial. Yeah, I know, right? Right. Uh, good morning, everybody. Welcome to two lr mornings today with kyle and manny yeah it's thir- thursday so we're live and th- thank you guys for for joining us <laughs> uh we got a couple of interesting things that could uh s- spark some fun conversations some some uh streaming wars stuff going on and and some some ninja turtle stuff go- going on and let's start start with uh the streaming Wars and Disney Disney Plus reaching a massive massive milestone that t- took Netflix four years to do, and and Disney's done it in one, and that that's a uh, hundred million subscribers on uh on their streaming service, and that's insane, Manny. What do you think about that? Uh, it's it's a great accomplishment, no doubt. But let's just let's keep it real. Yes, it took Netflix four years to do it, but it was a different time back then oh, yeah. when when streaming wasn't as a necessity as it was as it is now, and it, it isn't such a competition as it is now. Uh, with that said, um, I felt I feel like Disney really well. It's not one hundred percent their fault that they ran into a pandemic, but yeah. a lot of their original content and things like that really kind of dragged out for uh, last year and and. And for for a minute, it seemed like, well, is the Mandalorian? Is that it? <laughs> and so, but but we've we've seen we've seen some great stuff from from them, uh, things that they're offering on their non premium uh, kind of uh, plans, where you know, like uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier is coming out next week. Uh, you have Wandavision, which was fantastic. Everybody's still talking about it. For mm-hmm. uh, Ulysses, Soul. Uh, and, and a couple of other movies. So o- overall, good job. I mean, um, I I think I tried two or three times last year to to unsubscribe, only to find out that you know my daughter is using it almost daily. So oh, wow. Uh, wow. for one thing or another, so I I can't I can't get rid of it. And and now at this point, with them rolling out you know enough content for me to to be satisfied, mm-hmm. good you know I I got to keep it, and it's you know good for them. <laughs> And uh, good for us too, because I, if I'm getting the content I want, I don't mind paying for it. Yeah, definitely. Um, I I did the, I knew s- since they were going to have all the Marvels stuff, and uh, they they were going to be able to. Um, at the time, we they didn't have all of Star Wars because the uh, uh, Turner Broadcast and TNT uh, deal. And like at the la- last minute, they managed to to snag uh, mm-hmm. every everything up within the fir- first few few months and and get the entire uh, uh, Skywalker saga up there. But basically, I got it because I the, the back catalog of stuff and that portability, um, uh, you know, using it while while tra- traveling, like you said, kid. So I actually. <laughs> I joined the free uh, D D twenty three and did that three year uh, buy, buy two get get one free free basically. Oh. So I've got hey, I'm I'm pay, paid up through uh, next two years, and uh, I don't regret it. 
I don't think I will regret it. I'm kind of with you at first. It was like, like Mando and that uh, uh, Jeff Jeff Goldblum show. Oh yeah, uh, that was a good one. Yeah, good. good. And uh, the Imagineer nearing. I love documentary and behind the scenes shit like that. The the Imagineering thing was amazing. And where's the where where's the rest of the behind? Behind the scenes stuff on Mando season two, two, you know, um, maybe they don't want to show as much because it was filmed during pandemic time. I don't, I don't know, but I like stuff like that. Um, how fast do you think uh, Warner Brothers might be able to do do the same? Because you are right that there's a a market and, and that that knowledge of how to do it now, how to use streaming services. They, they, they might be right behind. <clears throat> it might take them a little longer. I think one advantage they have this year is that they're putting all their premium content as far as films, feature mm-hmm. films on there. And we have some heavy hitters coming up uh, next week. Justice League, uh, Kong versus Godzilla. We have Suicide Squad later, Mortal Kombat, Conjuring. I mean, these are these are big names with big followings yeah and then uh i'm not sure if it's this year i think it's later this year titans is gonna drop and you know it, it's not that giant following but it is it is enough where it, it can cause a significant bump but these people probably already have it um so it's it just gonna be interesting to see uh how people react to having the feature films there especially now that um states are slowly starting to reopen and I think right now there's an itch to go out, not stay yes. in. Yes. So um, that will be an interesting thing to monitor. And then you also ha- have um, <clears throat> Paramount Plus now, mm-hmm. and um, and things like that. I, I so uh, I think HBO may kind of they're they're going to hit a, a ceiling soon because uh, people going out more and then deciding they don't want to stay in as much anymore. And then, um, but at the same time, people are just saying, you know what? It's just, it's worth the 1299 instead of going to the theater for this much money for one movie. Um, Cause it makes sense too. I mean, I, but come on Kong versus Godzilla. You want to see that on the big screen. Yeah. You want to see a suicide squad on the big screen also. So if given the opportunity, especially after being, um, you know, held against your will in your house <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna try to run to the theaters as soon as possible yeah um uh i quite possibly will be seeing um wait kong's this this month right in 31st right or something yeah, like that? So yeah. technically yes yeah, that, that one i might be in in theaters for by myself because my i love love my wife and for all the great things things we we both like um she doesn't like kaiju or mecca and wow. i i just like uh i i tr- i tried tr- i tried nge i try escaflone hey i tried G- gundam i tried wing gundam wing you know which is more contemporary you know hipper i guess yeah like no nope <laughs> no nope. giant mon- monsters and her and max don't 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 mix so not even uh, Voltron. No, she she <laughs> liked she she liked a uh, Le- legendary defender, but that you know is very c- character focused. I mean, mm-hmm. you spend episodes so- sometimes without seeing Vol- Voltron and might only see one or two lions if if that. And it, it's a it was cool. She she liked some of that. So, but um, I love it and and uh. But I know for for certain, all of us uh, want to go see Black 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 Widow. So mm-hmm. um, I'm stoked about that. That uh, we do have some th- theaters in the area that closed. Uh, I think think we had had an a, one of each of the big three: a Cinemark, a, an, an AMC, and a Regal. I think it it is. And uh, uh, but we do have other of those within you know reasonable uh distance 20 minutes i've got like five th- theaters to choose from and mm. uh, i plan on seeing those i i'm just 
uh you you mentioned Paramount Plus and that that's an interesting one because two weeks ago they were CBS All Access right, right? and they're not they're out two years ish I think and to have a brand switch like like that and Paramount yeah they're a ma- major studio studio but like people know know them but. When's the last time somebody thought thought about Paramount Studios itself and and properties with it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because so, the only only thing I really associate with them, actually, I, um, growing up, I really associated Paramount with Great, uh, America. Great America because <laughs> I, you know I grew up going there. Yes, uh, we had Wild Same Cards here. and and uh, we would uh, ride Top Gun all the time. Yeah, in the Vortex. Yeah, and, yeah, yep. the, yeah. You know, and so. That's really what I associate it more than anything. And then afterwards, I associate it with uh, Transformers, which mm-hmm. isn't the, which most of those aren't very good. No. Uh, not Bumblebee's great, and the first I think the first two are, are are pretty good, and then they just completely, you know, Michael Bait it and just just blow shit up. So See, I actually um, like the fir- first one a lot, and then uh, I thought. Uh, um story wise uh 3 was really cool with the with the twist you know, you know and then uh the first one with Wahlberg was okay better than some of the others but anyways go ahead <laughs> and then uh but paramount I, I think my favorite thing from them has to always will have forever be top gun mm-hmm. uh that classic <laughs> movie with i i'm i'm a tom cruise fan i'm just going to say that so you know Anytime and it and it's funny because in every movie he's doing the exact same thing. He's running. I don't know why he's always running a long distance. It's, it's in his contract, I think. And then he's doing some sort of crazy, stupid stunt, which I appreciate. But at the same time, um, we, uh, you know, hey, take care of yourself because you're gonna delay my my Mission Impossible if you get hurt. <laughs> I think that already happened one time. But you know, you got you gotta you gotta respect people like that, like Jackie Chan and. And others who are like, nope, doing it myself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, you know, until they can't. Yeah, a lot of a lot of pride. Um, speaking of streaming, I don't I don't know if you you caught this, uh, but you, do you know what the high the the highest streaming film in the last twelve months is? No, no. What is the highest streaming film in in the last twelve months? Oh, according to uh, some analytics uh, that came out this week. Uh, it is actually coming to America. Oh wow! It uh, for and, the first and that just the, hit. Yeah, for the first that first weekend, it it has the high, it's the highest streaming than any other film, including Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four, including the the uh, Borat sequential film. Um, it beat out the SpongeBob film on Paramount Plus, which is that was actually super popular, and um, it it doesn't say much to to beating out Raya and Mulan because you had to pay an extra thirty dollars, yeah. and you could also watch it in theaters if when were possible. But yeah, it it um it did extremely well, and uh and Amazon Studios is very very happy with it. And that and um coincidentally, that's a film they took from Paramount. Hmm. Interesting. Is, yeah, is that, I wasn't, is that um, wasn't tra- tracking that that is that nostalgia? I think mixed with. I, I what I call it was you know chicken soup for the soul kind of where you know you're gonna you know you're gonna have a good time with Eddie Murphy you can you know what kind of comedy to expect and so it's kind of I think that's more than anything what it was it was it's like a comfort movie yeah and and because the first one was so beloved so that hilarious that enough people you know would want to watch it and then who doesn't have Amazon. Because you do it for the free shipping, not necessarily yeah. for the for the video. Yeah, no, no jo- joke. I almost, uh, I mean, they're one of the the top streaming services, just simply, s- simply because uh, Prime comes with with uh, the the streaming service, and um, yeah, uh, coming to to America is one of my wife's favorite mo- movies. I love. 80s Eddie Murphy. I like I like um uh Dan Aykroyd. So him and Murphy in uh Trading Places is one of my all all time oh, okay. fav- favorites. And uh love Beverly Be- Beverly Hills Cop. Uh 
it's, it's such a it's such a funny mo- mo- movie man and <clears throat> anyways you know it was kind of sad to see him go through some r- rough patches uh move movie wise in um, <laughs> the, the 90s and two thousand two 2000s but it's cool to see it doing well i know kevin smith said he he loved it uh i think mark bernard and uh they were talking on fat man beyond this week or la- last week about it uh he he had some some my minor issues with it because they kind of flipped flip things on their head a bit as far as the the who's out, out of their element <clears throat> you know instead of the uh uh african king being out of his element in new york you got the new yorker out of their element in africa apparently or something but anyway ways uh i want to see it just ha- haven't gotten around to who it waiting on christine to feel better and check check that one out because like i said she's a big fan of the of the, the original I'll, I'll I'll be honest. Uh, for me and a couple of other um, uh, of the interviewers on on at LRM, you know, we didn't really. It, it had some funny moments, but overall, uh, I personally I found it kind of boring at times. Mm. It 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 um it tries very very hard to make sure it hits all the nostalgic points that I feel like it it misses very very good opportunities for a great story. Yeah, um so that's that. that's my consensus of it I'm, I'm i was happy to see it i'm happy that other people are enjoying it um i'm i'm when i you know when i say i don't like something and, and i review it a certain way i never i'm never trying to discourage people to watch it i'm just giving my right. opinion on it if if uh another person enjoys a property that i didn't i'm happy for them <laughs> yeah absolutely he um you know you you mentioned Raya, and I know we're getting a little bit away away from Disney's hundred mil, million uh, subscribers topic a bit, but uh, it took in uh, eight million domestic over its first weekend. Um, nothing to you know like sing home about, even 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 at a at a you know worst of times it seems. <laughs> um, uh, but um, T- Tom and Jerry took in six on its week first week weekend apparently. Uh, so Raya holds uh the the top spot as far as mo- movies released uh this year that hit th- theaters and the streaming side of things. But I I had this theory that 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 um. Black Widow will actually be the first to kind of knock it out of the park. Uh, I know New York theaters are are opening up thirty percent capacity. I think think, but most of California's staying staying cl- closed. I believe um, with some limited stuff. Stuff. Am I right? Okay. Well, as of, as of right now, we don't have we don't have theaters open. No theaters. Only, yeah. The only thing that. Uh, they're considering at this point. Well, drive-ins have always stayed open, yeah. uh, but uh, I know that just kind of in in comparison is uh, we're gonna have some sort of outdoor stadiums open now for like mm-hmm. baseball at some capacities. Texas, on the other hand, the Texas Rangers full capacity. So uh, <laughs> shout out to them and have a great time and do not get sick. Um, <laughs> but it it really does speak to you know yeah I I, it, I think it's still to the topic thing that Raya's doing def, uh well in um that well in theaters but at the same time I was reading that uh there there's certain groups that are are very worried about the idea of Disney doing that that co release because they're going to realize that by getting thirty dollars from a movie they don't have to split it with anyone mm-hmm. and that it might set a precedent for the future. And you never know. This could be one of those cases where you know things start to flip, especially if it continues to do well like that. And Ooh. and so, I mean, you you were saying that three three theaters shut down completely in your area. Yeah, their their leases up, and they 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 pulled out. They're like, yeah, we're we're done. But we're over. Like I said, said even after uh, the one closest to to us, that was one of the ones within 
20, 20 minutes, I still have like five other theaters to choose from. So, uh, um, including a, a, what, what do they call the small IMAXs? Like some derogatory term for like a Fomax or something like that. I, I don't know. <laughs> uh-huh. We got some, we got something like we, we got one of those. It's not the, the big, big, big IMAX. It's like, the mini mini IMAX. <laughs> see, see, in our area, uh, the the Regal Cinema and the the big theater in in Fresno, they announced that they're going to be doing all kinds of upgrades at the theater. They mm-hmm. they announced that they they've already added the 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 I think it's like a 4D room where the chairs move and everything. They have a wraparound room, and then um, actually down the road, about ten minutes right off of 99, they're waiting to unveil a new theater. So. It's a little different out here. Um, yeah, I had this uh, idea that, like I said, Black, Black Widow is going to be the first one to like not knock it out of the park. I think things like Mortal Kombat, Kong, um, March is still, like you said, Cali not not open yet. Uh, New York, it'll help those out some. I honestly think think. Um, while WandaVision seems to have divided some Marvel fans, uh, um, I think Falcon and Winter Soldier is probably more likely to be more uh, universally in- enjoyed by the MCU. Uh, and I, I think regardless, everyone was looking forward to Scarlett Johansson's movie. I mean, I mean, anyone with a brain knows that it should have been in Captain Marvel's spot for certain. We should have seen a Black, Black Widow movie before uh, a Captain Mar- Marvel film. But, but uh, I think that one has a good chance of having like a 60 to $80 million we- weekend in May. I do. Uh, uh, and to your, your point about the Disney saying, oh, we don't have to split the profits with anybody. That leads us back, back to that court ca- case, not too, too long ago, where now studios can own the theaters, basically. And mm-hmm. it's something that they used to not allow them to do, who... Uh, even though you still had studios that had stock or, you know, what it, there, there was still way to in, influence, influence it. But, but now you, you legitimately will, you're going to get Disney theaters and they don't have to share the profit with anybody. They can pay money to, you know, Paramount and, and dis, you know, show a movie in their theaters. But you, you're, dude. It's gonna be be that and and hybrid stuff in in the future. I think I think you're gonna have the the majority of the theaters will be experience theaters like your uh, uh, Alamo Draft House and um and uh premium seating and all all of that that and then you're gonna have uh the the hybrid thing at at home just because theaters were going down but before the pan pandemic with except for your big marvel and and star wars films you know right right i mean there there's some people who will they were coming up with some great um ideas though of having like membership cards and things like that where you can go and, and watch as many like regal cards and, and mm-hmm. i know AMC had its own program because they tried movie pass but there was no financial no sense to that at all and then everyone else kind of did their own thing where it made a little bit more sense uh and that seemed to be work well and i think maybe they'll they'll try to do that and because really where the money is made uh speaking with a a movie theater owner in our area is uh concessions concession (laughs) uh the, the markup on those things is incredible but if you think about what they have to do to acquire a film it's 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 sometimes ridiculous, especially with Disney. Uh, they require so many. Um, it, it's not like for for those of you who don't know, it's not like a theater just 
order is a movie it shows up and you play it the way you want uh no actually for especially for like a disney movie for example like let's say a star wars movie it requires to be played every so often on so many screens on your premium screens for this amount of time and they're going to take x amount of profits mm-hmm. and that's it and if you don't if you don't agree to all the terms you can't show the movie and are you not going to show star wars absolutely not yeah. so so it's it's a difficult business to be in i i and i you know hats off to the people who put up with that kind of nonsense i know that for smaller films they can either a they have the option pay this much ahead of time for the film at one time price or pay a percentage at the end uh, of the run and and depending on your area for example in our area there's there's a there's a high rate of hispanics so um la llorona for example mm-hmm. is going it does does did really really well here and so you know you 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 bank on that and you you just pay the the head premium price and and uh, you're going to you make a lot more money than than waiting at the end because there's going to be some areas where there's not maybe as many Hispanics or understand the the lore that aren't really going to be interested in it. So, yeah. Uh, but popcorn, hot dogs, pizza—you can mark that up all day because everyone's always going to get concessions. I know. I know that my daughter and I when we go to the theater, it's always two sodas, large popcorn, and two candies, and it's just it's just what we do. Yeah. It's, it's not even it's not even about necessarily finishing it. It's just it's uh it's almost you part know, of the ritual, if you yeah. will. Yeah, I get. I I get that. I I love the theaters. I I I still like just traditional, well, traditional stadiums seating. Like I don't need the premium the- theater. <clears throat> I love being in the 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 room, go, going on the visual j- journey. You know, it's it's aw- aw- awesome, and uh, the. Premium experiences are are really cool. I mean, it's I don't like the um the one where you're sitting at dinner tables and they serve you like full me- meals. Uh, that's <laughs> too too much. But getting a a box with a bur bur you know a bacon cheeseburger, some fries and and a soda, and to go sit down, that's cool. Whole uh, alcoholic beverages is in movie theaters for. The head injury made it to where I'm. I'm an incredibly ch- cheap date now. Um, I I definitely liked that. You know, you know, have a couple of drinks at the theaters. Uh, the only bad thing about it going premium for for the m- most part is that will limit that experience. And limit a- access to theater releases um, to your middle class and and up. And I'm talking like middle middle class. Not even lower middle class will be like, yeah, we can see one, maybe two of these mo- movies in a year. And when Marvel's looking at pumping four movies out a year, that's kind of a a, a sad sad thought, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, but then again, like I said, we we see a dramatic drop in theater attendance and and movies that that actually get shown at theaters. So if we did that right now, basically, is it already besides the pandemic, the people that want to go to the theaters are going, and if you did yeah. that switch. It really wouldn't affect too many. I, I mean, what do you what do you think? No, I, I agree. Um, I know that my girlfriend, for example, one of my best friends, both of them, right before the pandemic, they're still movie theater people. They're going to theaters like at eleven a.m. to watch mm-hmm. a film. You know, sometimes in a um, uh, in a in a room by themselves, yeah, because they enjoy the experience of watching the film on a big screen the way a director intended. Mm-hmm. because a lot of, and, and you're right in, in unless you're doing it that way you, you're picking two or three movies a year that you're going to watch and you miss out on on an array of fantastic independent films sometimes or maybe, maybe just lesser films that 
you, you know, you, you're not going to afford the 15, whatever your movie theater price is. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, I, the people who want to go to theaters were already those people. And then you had your, your Marvel people, your star Wars people, big, you know, big tent pole people. not, but I think that it was already happening. And, you know, post pandemic, you'll, you'll see that divide a little bit more. And, and then because of that, studios in general are going to have to capitalize on the people staying home and continue to do use their streaming services now as, yep. as a, as a place of leverage, especially now because everybody has their own. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it's, and then it's easy. All, and then if you don't have one, it's, it's real easy to sell it to Amazon or to Netflix, Netflix. who are looking for, for that kind of content. Um, so, you know, it, it, it's going to be a very interesting story to continue to follow the rest of 2021. I, I agree. Uh, it's funny mentioning Netflix and, and speaking on this whole streaming wars thing. I realized how little Netflix I watch these day, days recently when I went on and I was like, no, don't want to watch it. Already watched it. Don't, don't want to watch it again. No, don't want to watch it. And, <laughs> And I spend more time on Hulu and HBO and Disney. And I, Netflix is like that thing where I almost got rid of it because it was like, I really don't, <laughs> but I was scared to get rid of it for some reason because I've had it for, for so long. It's like, I, I know not to who expect uh stranger things until end of this year or early next year at the best but i can always get it back but it's one of those it's one of those th- things <laughs> that i think people just keep it they really haven't seen that big of a d- drop even though their business model was a- actually te- terrible you know they leased everything they made almost no money on merchandise even things mm-hmm. that were netflix uh uh exclusive weren't weren't owned by by them. right mm-hmm. and uh um yeah it's it's weird do you, do you keep them around do you actually watch a lot on there there i mean actually uh right now uh, i'm going through new girl uh mm-hmm. i had never i had never seen it before my, uh, and I was looking for another show, and my my girlfriend very very generously uh, recommended <laughs> New Girl, and uh, I I think I'm through almost the first season, and I'm I'm so hooked. I'm so it's on Netflix, and but but again, it's not their original content. Yeah. Uh, the other thing about Netflix that I actually am enjoying very very much is their international content. Um, that is true. My my wife's gotten a big kick out of a lot of uh, Korean and other Asian content. I'm I've been a shows that I'm watching like the scary movies on there and thrillers and things like that. I'm watching them and uh, I I start them in English and then I'm like wait wait a minute the, the, what's the original language and then it's Spanish it's mm. uh, from, and I, so I change it. Uh, what well, the the biggest the biggest one I think is a Money Heist. And in Spanish, it, the original name is Casa de Papel, which will be releasing its final season uh, very soon. Uh, fantastic! I'm I'm watching so much Spanish um, films and and uh, TV shows that I, I'm like, man, Spanish TV is great. Like, I gotta watch more more uh, Spanish TV because um, I, I they they have some really good stuff, and I and I am grace, grateful that Netflix offers. You know that kind of inter- international things and some French things too. I think they had like a, a no, also another like a heist movie that was done really really well. And so I, it's funny I'm watching more of the international stuff than I necessarily am watching the. Um, but and then again, their their um, their murder documentaries, murder mystery documentaries are also fun. Yeah, um, it's I didn't think about what you. You were saying because I I noticed that a lot of foreign stuff and and I'm one wondering if Netflix kind of saw some writing on the wall and started grabbing up some niche stuff mm-hmm. and uh they're like yeah maybe we can't 
provide um the Mandalorian uh every year, but we can get you Stranger Things every two years for another two seasons and then uh but if you're into foreign fil- films or your <laughs> Uh, uh, speak a, a different language na- natively or originally, or uh, just learn learned another language and wanna in in joy content in that language you learned. That is a really s- smart idea on their be- behalf. That's way different than watching. Yeah, sure, sure. I learn learn Italian. I can watch in game in Italian. But why not go watch an Argento horror film in Italian? <laughs> you know, yeah, you know. Uh, so I like that idea, and that dude, <clears throat> that might be Netflix's saving grace right there. Well, I mean, it's it's a different flavor because everyone's giving you just you keep getting fed, you know, just American content, which there's nothing wrong with. That's not that's not what I'm trying to say. America. But it, you know, a different different flavor, a different viewpoint, different. Yeah, uh, taste of cinema, you know, and if oh, yeah. and if that's what you like, if if you're a big movie buff, TV shows, you you want you want a different perspective, you want to see something in a different viewpoint. Even if at the end you don't like it, now you know you don't like it, yeah. and you have a reference point. So um, Netflix has always been ahead of the game, and unfortunately now everybody else is caught up, and they had to make the changes. They invested so much money in original content the last mm-hmm. few years. And but but you're right. Um, besides that kind of stuff, not not too much. I mean, the last. Then again, they've had some some very very big hits with with Bridgerton, with Queen's mm-hmm. Gambit, and 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 some other um, some other series and shows and movies that they put power. They kind of didn't kind of didn't work out. Uh, so i'm still waiting for bright too i i know a lot of people don't yeah, like me too they're like I that first really one and i'm like i don't understand why this movie was great is it is it is it like an like a oscar winning movie no, no. but it, it modern day dungeons and dragons everybody was, just enjoy it for what it is not just that but it was a a a re- return to form for for will smith and i yeah. I've, <clears throat> I've been a will smith i i fucking like the Le- legend of bagger vance because I love that movie. I, I hate it when that movie's on television or something yeah. because I have to sit and watch the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I 100% agree with you. <laughs> uh, I think he he has been uh, – I think he's been cheated out of three Oscars for certain, uh, at least one supporting and, and two leads. And and I, I swear on my li- life uh, – uh, his performance in I Am Legend was phenomenal. Yes. And I look, Forrest Whitaker, fucking genius. Edie, his his play as Edie, I mean, in The Last King of Scotland, which went up against uh, Pursuit of Happiness for the Oscar that mm-hmm. year. I, that's a tough, tough cho- choice. But, dude, dude Smith. He's been killing it for a while. And pursuit of ha- happiness. It, I wasn't a dad when I saw it, but I was a son, and I'm a father now. And that movie, you know, that's a damn good good movie. Will Will Smith, yeah, he. Yeah, that's. You know, it, it's interesting because they they interviewed the actual the actual kid mm-hmm. uh, for for that, and he said growing up he just remembered moving a lot. He didn't know about the struggles. And I think that part of it and then watching the movie again really hit me because sometimes as and now you can obviously relate as a parent, you you do things for your kids, you're struggling. Oh, yeah. And sometimes, I mean, I remember being in tears, but I, I'm, I'm telling you one thing, my daughter never got to see that. Yeah. She never she never got to see those those dark moments when I, I was like flat broke. Yeah. But what she asked for, she she and that she needed, and I can get happen. for her. She got it. But she, so you know, it's I I think I a hundred percent agree with you. Uh, yeah, I really felt like he should have got a, a you know a lot more for that movie because yeah. it was done so so well, so well, so well. I still uh, can't figure out a damn Rubik's cube though. <laughs> <laughs> uh my son got into uh 
watching speed cube videos on okay. YouTube. Oh my, these kids, man, that that have memor memorized hundreds of thousands <laughs> of combinations to where they they're literally like, okay, I I see these nine colors here, these nine colors there, these nine colors there. I can solve it in eight se seconds. Ready, go. And then you're just. <laughs> yeah, pretty much freaking nerds. <laughs> you start like all of a sudden you start being a bully just because you can't yeah freaking nerds. You guys have Come no here, lives. Here, take this cube and no, no, yeah. don't punch <laughs> kids with Rubik's cubes. No, you're okay? no, actually you're supposed to you're supposed to encourage them because they're doing great. Yes, it's very, <laughs> very cool. And uh uh there there actually is a good documentary about an uh, autistic kid. That uh, did speed cubing. I was just going to mention that. It, it, yeah. I think that that uh, that was a that was a beautiful documentary, actually, really showing how yes. how something like that can change somebody's life. It was it was the wizard in in real life. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, you remember the movie with Fred Fred Savage and yeah. uh, the mm -hmm. Nintendo the autistic kid. They didn't yeah. know that's what it was was back then. But yeah, yeah, that's. Kind of what it was like in in real life. Uh, speaking of nerd stuff, we can definitely talk about uh, nerd stuff's all we talk about. What are you yeah, talking I about? <laughs> uh, I can kind of hear myself uh, on your your end, by the way. The way, I don't I don't know what happened, but um, this game, Shredder's Revenge, is a riff on the old. Ninja Turtles arcade games that we we all loved, you know the original one, uh, uh, which got ported over as TMNT two, the arcade game, um, and then we got the best with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time, and then these turtles go go away, our classic eighty eighties tunes and. This trailer comes out ye yesterday. I got no content hex. I just see Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's <laughs> Revenge trailer, and it's the old theme song. I'm I'm out of my mind with excite excitement. Like a lot of the voice cast is still around. I know uh, uh, James Avery passed. He played Shredder, uh, Uncle Phil from uh, mm -hmm. uh, which. Who need, needs six six ways to or six degrees to Kevin Bates? You could do a Will Will Smith. Uh, uh, but Kevin Michael Richardson, who did Shredder's voice for the 2012 series, is also a very deep, similar uh, uh, bassy vo voice. And why not? You you know he's been Shredder before, and uh, instead of getting the reveal that I was getting a new who uh movie featuring these turtles it was a fucking 16 bit <laughs> looking game man uh how do you how do you feel about seeing this cuz i like turtles in time and i got the playstation network like updated version which is just you know updated gr graphics that's it and it's the regular g game are you cool to return to to this type of arcade st style and were you you disappointed this isn't a movie and do you want it to be a movie now because <laughs> i i am i i i already like tweeted out and like i'm like dude get on this N N nickelodeon <laughs> I, you know I, when i saw the trailer the the theme song hit and i like, turned into some like anime character with giant eyes and you know, big giant smile because all of a sudden I was a little kid again. Sparkles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just I was just a little kid again, like getting super excited. Uh, and I was trying to figure out what it was, and uh, I was like, "What? We're getting a we're getting a TV? Is like an animated show, but with the with the kind of classic look." Mm -hmm. And and then all of a sudden, I was like, "Wait, are, are they just doing like a trip? No, this is a new game." And then I and then I and then my childhood came back again even further and took me to the arcade, you know, sitting, you know, at, at one console with three other friends, just mm -hmm. button mashing and making sure everybody had quarters in their pockets to make sure that we can get through this game. Uh, Fighting over pizzas. <laughs> so, uh, 
I'm I'm excited, man. I I hope and I'm I'm pretty sure it will. But this is, seems like a perfect game for the Switch, mm-hmm. as you can you just kind of play it with the bunch. I, I know I'm looking forward to playing this with with my daughter and my girlfriend because this, this is right up our alley. Right now, my girlfriend and I we were just talking about it last night. We need to finish the newer version of Battletoads. Oh, <laughs> and it's a it's a frustrating but super fun <laughs> game. Uh, this yeah. one's a little bit easier, of course. Uh, it, and then it reminded me of arcade games like The Simpsons. Yep, and, and other games like that. That you just just great parts of childhood, my childhood, where Avengers, I was able to share that with X-Men. friends. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. X Men as well. Uh, so fantastic stuff. I think the last time I think I played the original one of this these games was last year at at a at a um what do you what do you call one at a video game event at a fair that I was helping out with. Uh, with the um, company called Blue Shell mm-hmm. here here in my area, uh, so I'm excited, and I do, and I would like to see a classic Turtles car- cartoon, the animation style, because yes. so I feel like yeah, they change them, and it's for the better, of course, because it's for the, for our times, and and mm-hmm. you have to entertain certain kids a certain way, but um, you know, give me some nostalgic Turtles, and now you have yeah. Paramount Plus. And I think you can you can put them on there. Oh, god! And um, and there's gonna be uh, um, you know, that that group of fans, uh, older people who are reading the last Ronin and things like that, that are really gonna enjoy it. So yeah, uh, the they've done two things with the classic turtles, um, with the O three series that was on Fox Kids. And the 2012 series, uh, that 03 one had the Turtles Forever crossover movie where, like, you had the original Turtles, the 03 Turtles, the the comic book Turtles. Like, they all crossed over. It was really cool. And uh, it was a multiverse story. (laughs) And then um, in (laughs) 2012, they also did a multiverse thing and had um, the 2012 Turtles go be animated in 2D while the 2D Turtles came and ended up in the 3D animated world. It was really, really cool and fun. But the idea of going back to their world, their classic world, even for a movie, just drives me in insane like yes please to the love of god <laughs> make make it happen i'm ready for it and um uh i'm i'm excited for uh what are they called uh paramount plus to to um to uh have the ability to pump out some turtles th- things because like you said there's you know, you can see my poster above. I got my turtles tattoo, and I want something that tickles the kid, but also tickles the the adult brain. And I'm looking forward to them releasing an 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 animated. I don't know if Powerhouse is exclusive to Netflix, but for the love of God, God, could you imagine the guys that did? Castlevania doing a, a Ninja Turtles cartoon. Just, oh, so you—that's what you want. You just, want kill me? <laughs> then I'm—I could die, die happy. You know, it doesn't have to be as adult as Castlevania, because uh, I still want my son to be able to watch it. But take take the current comic run style, City City Fall. I mean, hell. Nickelodeon's not that afraid of the violence. They killed Splinter in the 2012 series. He was d- dead for a season. And only through some time time travel sh- shit dealing with the Fugitoid did. Sorry, spoilers. <laughs> but <laughs> that's dark, right? Right? They legit- right. <clears throat> you had We had no idea he was going to come back like that. Like, we didn't. Like, it was super <clears throat> dark, dark. And, uh... It was betrayal by Shredder during a Triceraton invasion. It was awe. That was ep- epic, man. And and they can do that. And then I know a lot of 
a lot of people are fans of the new show, but the aesthetics of that, I can't watch it. I can't. It doesn't matter how cool the story is. The aesthetics of the new one, I can't cope with at all. And then the biggest thing was Raph being the boss and Leo being half Mikey, half Leo. Mm -hmm. Didn't didn't jive with me at all. Like, (laughs) sure, maybe you could play with the leadership position if if you do a story where Leo has failed or something, but to make Leo a different person, that was too too far for me. Have you seen the new one at all? No, no, I have not actually. You're lucky. Um, Have you, (laughs) have you got the, you probably have seen the the turtles episode of the toys that made us. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. What a cool story. Great story. Yeah. Uh, I, I was just I was just in the comment that you know, turtles were supposed to be dark, and so mm-hmm. uh, it was it wasn't until that they decided they wanted to make toys that that it had to take a lighter tone. Yeah, uh, uh, Shredder was actually killed off in the first issue. First, issue, yeah. <laughs> so uh, it, you know it, you're I think it well deserves some some dark animated stuff for for adults, and I think that. Hopefully, with Paramount Plus looking for for that audience, they, you know they got the Star Trek, they got the Survivor, and all the um, CSI stuff that everybody that a lot of people love. Mm-hmm. I, I think if you add if you add a collection of Turtles um, movies and TV shows, and then add something like that, yeah. I, I think it it really spices it up and and forces people to like, oh, I gotta get this because I gotta get my of Turtles, you know. And then come out with some sideshow collectible awesome turtles oh, or yeah. something like that. Oh, I know you'd have them back there. Yeah, de- definitely, definitely. I, I always been a fan of the the turtles, and there's so many great variations on them. Uh, one of the absolute best, best, believe it or not, besides that 2012 cartoon, which I, I will put this out there, the 2012 cartoon is the best. Best all-around version of the Turtles ever, from page to screen, big and small, animated, live a- action, 2012 series, the best. Really, really close second, you know, being com- comics, but right after that, that, um, that 2007 movie, the uh, CGI one. That was yeah, in really, it, um, really good. Turtles movie. What? I'm trying to remember the title of it. Was it, it was just, just T- T- TMNT? TMNT? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah, with the statues and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was like, very, very well done. I was, I was really looking forward to a sequel. I thought mm-hmm. that we were going to get a sequel to Cry that. Cry and stuff. Yeah. Like that's the for the like, like I love the 2012 series and what they they did with Karai, but since since her creation in the book books we've been waiting for a really really good movie with a karai story and that one gave us a little bit and we were gonna go get more and then they made that (laughs) shitty astro boy movie uh which ruined the turtle sequel and our our shot at that gotcha man uh animated movie uh, which I would have been down down for because I was a Battle of the ba- Battle of the Planets <laughs> fan as as well. So, uh, so who's your favorite turtle? Uh, for me, it's it's Leo and and Raph. Uh, I can't really pick one because they're kind of just me split in half. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, if I if, you know gun guns to to my head, yeah, Raph's a badass. Ass. And in the movie, you 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 love his lines. You know when he's getting mad, he got ca- called a freak. Uh, uh, his interactions with Casey, he uh, uh, cricket. No, nobody understands cricket. You got to know what a crumpet is to understand cricket. Uh, <laughs> um, he's just got so many so many great lines in in that that ninety. 90 movie and or 91 90 91 whatever it was but it's funny you talk about dark 
I just rewatched Turtles 1 over the week weekend and that movie is darker than yeah. 2 but it's definitely lighter than the comics cuz the the tune was just out the toys were just out everything was doing really well so they were like we kind of got to find a balance there but Turtles 2 was all cartoon and because I was still young I loved it but by the time Turtles 3 was coming around and I'm you know reading all these more mature comics and stuff it was starting to get a little bit bit grating um but like i said there's 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 so so much that can happen and i know seth rogan is supposed to still be working on a new i think they said anime animated film cgi animated Mm -hmm. and uh, he said he really wanted to focus on the teenage part, which is mm-hmm. exciting. I just I don't want to see uh teenage mutant ninja weakened at Porky's. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't want that <laughs> yeah. that much of a teenage film. Uh, not that they would show the turtles peeking at girls in sh- showers or anything like that. But I don't want that uh, uh, too mature people. of a teenage. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I uh, understand. Focus on them being t- teenagers, not what a teenage movie is, is. That, I think that's what I'm trying to get at. Because uh, that's what works for Spider-Man, right? Us being able to re- relate to what right. high, high school is like. I, you know what I want this time around when they do an animated film? I need them to pair up with some sort of pizza. Because if there's one pizza company... And there's if there's one thing Turtles has always done is make me want pizza. Yes. The way the cheese always oozes off of that, off of their pizza when they eat it. And then, you know, just just sometimes the, the noises that they make as they eat the pizza. I'm like, oh man, I get I if there's something I love, man, in life, it's cheese. And to see the way that they pick up the slice. Yeah. <laughs> it it's always been one of the best things I, I, I have seen. Uh I I would love to see the kind of more the teenage turtles, the the flawed turtles, turtles that are going to make teenager decisions. But at the end of the day, they have, you know, the help of of each other and, and, and then a splinter to, to kind of guide them along and and make the right decisions. So I I think that, um, I I think that'd be cool. My favorite turtles always been Mikey just because he's, he's fun. He's, he kind of keeps everybody light hearted. He was the he was probably the best part of that the Batman Turtles crossover film, mm. the animated one the that comics, they did. The comics oh. were good. Yeah, I can't stand the animation in that movie. <laughs> so, I, there's one thing. The thing is that I'm the Joker's used so much in things that it was like again, yeah. again, again. So it was one of the things I do like the way some of the that they did the crossovers between the the the, the villains, you know, bulking up and turning into animals. I thought that was kind of creative um but did you read uh, turtles and and ghostbusters i did not actually i I need to go back and take a look at that's like two of my favorite properties and i haven't taken a look at it one 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 second entertain entertain people for for a second with with whatever (laughs) else you love one moment entertain people with whatever i what (laughs) yeah so uh hands down i i think that turtles should always be around and i'm glad that they're able to be multi-generational and able to evolve is what into i had been meaning to get whatever the kids are into read for, for a minute <laughs> sorry about that ladies and gentlemen didn't they got have to bring it up but uh two more amazing properties oh yeah that's put, right put to, i remember that so um and uh yeah that's again what i'm pointing out you could do so much with the turtles. So mm-hmm. let's 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 do it. Paramount Plus, oh, former CBS All All Access. Let's do it. Viacom. How about that? Viacom. There, I was gonna say that. I was like, just say Viacom. There. Let's <laughs> do it. Viacom. Let's 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 do turtles for for kids on Nickelodeon, and then turtles for everyone with a lean towards the mature her on your streaming service 
and let's do a great mo- movie where we take uh we hopefully can do a trilogy and we do like you said the young teenaged flawed turtles that leads in into uh the second movie with city fall and leo going to the foot and and then an awesome taking back back of the city leo's re- redemption and and finish dude could you imagine an epic tr- trilogy like that like mm-hmm. a like a full arc story oh the things we can can do but you ladies and ge- gentlemen have have to do one thing manny and i always say this one go out buy comics i mean even if you buy the trade that's better than nothing go buy comics from your local shop uh or online from a local shop up uh, somewhere or out there number two go see movies when you can when it's safe and you feel safe or pay for the movie through whatever subscription service because if we don't pay for movies they can't make more of them so so i want a shit ton of ninja turtle stuff uh um and i will definitely be willing to give everything it's fair shot even michael bay's turtles but but rapping in that elevator you know, <laughs> i'm gonna throw up uh, what? that was fun the shrek mutants that they they are oh god it's so bad bad uh but anyway i gave it a chance it's turtles of course the, i was gonna give it a chance the one thing you left out also is the number three and actually might be the most important thing in this day and age it's talk about it. Talk uh, about it. Uh, you know, social media, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, whatever you use, LinkedIn. You know that that could work too. <laughs> no, uh, um, yeah. Share it. Ta- talk about it. Share it. Say how much you want it. There's a film coming out next week that oh, is God. coming out just on the power yep. of people wanting it. Exactly. It should have never happened. Nope. You know, here we are. And I'm not saying it in a derogatory way. Yeah. Because usually when a film, feature film done, cut, boom, we're done with it. But through the power of the people, there is a there is a movie coming out next week that is going to be changed completely, all because people wanted it, kept talking mm-hmm. about it, kept pursuing it. And so uh there's you know, there's now a precedent. To say that if you talk about something enough, somebody could listen. Sonic the Hedgehog is another perfect example of that. Yeah. So, you know, social media, your words have a lot of power uh, to influence uh, studios to to make different properties. So, you know, have at it. Have at it, guys. Well, uh, make sure you guys are checking out our website, lrmonline.com. Every day for all your entertainment news, needs, and opinions uh youtube channel where you guys are watching this make sure you've hit that subscribe button and uh hit the bell so you can be notified we have a lot of podcast podcasts that go up animes star wars marvel uh lr mornings is every monday through friday uh breaking geek Geek radio the podcast on fridays uh and our podcast channel also has all those as well but this youtube channel has a shit ton of wonderful celebrity interviews uh with with uh writers directors uh actors actresses all from guys like M- Manny and Gig and and uh um uh Nancy uh and congratulations I'm not going to throw too much business out there but Nancy had a big event re- recently and and I want to say congratulations to to her on that Absolutely. So uh with with that Manny uh p- plug yourself shamelessly for the masses well, as you can see, you can find me on Twitter at LRM underscore Emmanuel. And then you can also find me on Instagram at this underscore 510. Got uh, interviews coming up throughout the week. Every day, every week, actually, we try to post at least once a day. We, I, I am shamelessly and proudly going to say that LRM Online uh, may be one of the sites that posts some of the most interviews from a variety of different uh, genres of film, television shows, books, comic books. Uh, Jace also does a fantastic job with interviews. We're going to have a 
interview coming up with uh, the the heads at Bad Idea, which have caused quite a stir in the comic book community. You got to be into that. It is fantastic. And then uh, we're going to have content for you from uh, Justice League, Mortal Kombat, and all the big movies coming up, uh, kind of like Kyle was saying. So um, very proud of that. Make sure you uh, you tune in, you follow, and uh, you check it out because it'll. Um, we're all just fans, just like you. Yeah, absolutely. You guys can find me. I don't know. I just realized my name's all messed up on there with that <laughs> e at the end, but whatever. Or, uh, you guys can find me at that Kyle Malone on Twitter, at that one Kyle Malone on Instagram. That's the number one. Thank you guys so much for joining us on this live episode, and we look forward to doing this again next week, and we will talk to you tomorrow. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.